So hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Christian Chick. My name is Amanda and I'm back with another episode. I think this is going to be an exciting episode and I have two special guests here with me. Before I get into the topic, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. All right. So my name is Toby Tabechi Lemchuku, but everybody calls me Toby for short. Oh, for me, yeah. Uh, it's Raheem Kekare-Akun. Uh, people call me Raheem. Some call me Heem for short. Yeah, and we are two gentlemen that started the Urban Theology Podcast, and we were delighted to uh, be a guest on another podcast. Yeah. It's cool to definitely do collaboration with another pod. Um, we're new to this pod game. Well, he's been doing po- the podcasting for a while, but I'm the newbie, so it's, it's cool. Well, I mean, to me, it's just... It's a new realm because I, I was just talking about money before and now that I'm sharing my faith. Um, and then also being on another Christian podcast, the, the Christian Chick podcast. I mean, don't act as if I'm a veteran. All right? I'm- <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate you guys. Like you said, um, well, you guys do have a Christian based po- podcast, but it comes from the perspective of males. And I'm pretty much speaking for the women. So right now what we're doing is we're kind of collaborating and the, the, this podcast, this episode specifically, is stemmed from a book I read called um, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. I don't know if you guys have read it. It's by John Gray. That, that book specifically speaks about relationships. But what I've learned is that men and women are different. Like we all, we all know that. But I think some of the issues is we don't know why we're different. And we're not able to like articulate that between us. And Although this episode is not to debunk any myths, um, you guys don't speak for all men, I know that, but I think from women, we're just trying to get some insight as to why do men think the way they do in certain situations? Because a man will do something and to another man, it'll make 100% sense. And then to a woman, it's like, wait, what? So we're, what I'm basically doing is I got some questions. I had, I had actually way more questions, but I got some questions from women. And I kind of just want to ask you guys these questions and just give me your honest opinions and your perspective on those questions. So are y'all ready? Yeah, and I, I would say thank you for setting the stage because we are not speaking for all men. Right, right. <laughs> think, oh, men are this, but no, it's just, this is from our perspective. We're just right. guys who've had experiences and we've also, I mean, we've done things the wrong way and we've come into the light and we, we've seen some of our errors. So we'll give you our experiences, but like I said, we're not speaking for the whole population of men out here. Yeah, don't vote me on everything out here, man. <laughs> nah, we, we know, we know, but hey, it's better than nothing, right? We can't ask all men, so we'll start from what yeah, we no, have. What, what was that? I said the conversation helps. Oh, talk. right, for sure. So I kind of have like three categories that I have questions in. So the first category is salvation, of course. This is a Christian podcast, and I think it's just relevant. So basically, the question is, we obviously, we know men or women are different. Um, would you guys say, from your perspective, it's harder from, for a man to give his life to Christ? I would, I would say yes, um, only just from the standpoint, men were just more like, and we, we, we've talked about this a little bit on, on our podcast, um, just men were a little bit more like, like rough, just in general, just like with the heart and stuff. And I feel like if you ask most men how they became a Christian, there's usually some dramatic, super dramatic thing <laughs> that, that caused about a shift in their life. Like for me, that was my dad dying. That's how I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try this Jesus thing. Right? Right. That, that's, just, that's just me. But I feel like if you ask most men, um, there's usually like a defining 
moment where they're like, okay, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to do this Christian thing. But I just generally think we as men, we're just a little bit more um, tough and hard. I just think that's the way we were created. I don't think we're naturally sensitive. We're not naturally vulnerable, whereas I feel like women are more like gentle. So when it comes to like the gospel and just like responding to Jesus, it's more right. like, okay, you, you died for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> right, no, I feel you. That's, that's kind of just what I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's, I mean, I, I think both sexes, they go through their different struggles. But I think for men, personally, I feel like men, whenever you give up something, you want to take something with your own power. You know, like, so when Jesus says, hey, drop everything and come follow me, it's like, well, if I follow you, what do I have to conquer? What do I have to take? Right. It's like, no, you just have to leave everything and trust in me. And a lot of men, they don't understand that. You know, I think about my mom and I remember I grew up in a single, single parent household, but when I was younger, my dad was there. When things kind of fell apart, my mom, she dropped everything for us. You know, she was just like, hey, the kids come first. And, you know, shouts out to my moms. Uh, now, my dad, you know, rest in peace to my dad. Um, at the time, he was more so, hey, look, the kids know their dad. You know, it's not like we didn't know who dad was. So he was fine just saying, okay, you and your mom go, you know, because he had that ego. He had so much pride in him. So I think it, it, it's tougher for men just because, you know, yeah, ego issues, pride issues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, f- like, first of all, thank you for sharing that. Um, I was looking up statistics and like, statistically, there are more saved women than there are men. And even just, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes when you go to church or go to church events, it's just filled with women as opposed to men. So it's just one of those things that's like, why are there so many women here? And it's crazy because like Jesus' disciples were all men. There were no women disciples. So it's just one of those things. Raheem kind of touched on it when he said, um, it's harder for men to be vulnerable. And then my next question was, is it harder to be vulnerable with Christ? Because I understand being harder to be vulnerable with, you know, another human being. But what about Christ? I mean, for me, I would definitely say it's not hard to be vulnerable. I would say it's um, a relationship that has grown over the years. And like, even if like you read through scripture and you read about like how, like how the disciples interact with him, right? There's just all of this vulnerability, especially like Peter, like when he, like when he's asking like, yo, you know, where would you, you know, would you guys leave me? Peter's like, Lord, like where, no, who, who else, you know, do we go to, you know, you have the words of life. It's just like, I mean, who else do I do I have to turn to? But like for me, it's not like a point of being being vulnerable. Like the way that I relate to Jesus is I realize, although he's God and man, he was also a man like like me, right? I think of him from the obviously not God and man, but I also think of him from the humane and human standpoint. Like right. talk to him and he'll under, under like he'll understand me. Like I'm reminded in scripture that like, you know, Jesus, he weeps with me, he understands the things that I that I go through, you know. Like the Bible talks about he's a, he's a high priest. That's not, like, he's not aloof or far off from right. like my life. So for me, it hasn't been hard to be, like, vulnerable and open with him. I don't think of it as, like, a soft thing. I just think of it like I'm talking to my creator, mm. the person that, that made me, right? You know, that's just the way that I, I've kind of, like, broken it down. But if you compare it to, like, everyone else, I could kind of see how they could be, like, man, this is, like, he's soft. Not like he's soft, but just, like, like what does that look like? You know, but you've and, built that relationship, though. So you're able to, you know, open up and be 100% yourself because you yeah, built that relationship with him. It's not, like, weird. It's not, like, 
where I have to have my guard up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, there's this level of comfortability that's been built up over over the years. And even like in your in your regular friendships as men, you like, like at least for me, I'm more vulnerable with my friends that I have like history with. It's a little bit easier to be vulnerable versus like some dude I just meet. Which is, right. So I'm not gonna be telling you like my life life stories, but that's just you know how, how it goes for me. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with Raheem. For me, I've, I, I, I wound up confessing everything that I tried to hide from Jesus in the first place. You know, like there were times where I would do things and, you know, I, I would tell myself, oh, you'll be good tomorrow. And tomorrow I wouldn't be good. You know, I, I, I tried to give these uh, really light prayers that, that brushed over some of the right. things hiding in my heart and it never sat well with my conscience so for me uh, being vulnerable with Jesus Christ I mean that's that's he he deserves it I mean he's done so much for me and like Raheem said he, he created me he knows what's in my heart already you know he's just like he's given us free will where it's like hey I, I want to talk to God I want to talk to Jesus Christ um, I also think for men as a whole you know it, it's just the way society paints us where, you know, if you see a, if you see a guy who doesn't have things going for him, you pump his, you say, Hey, get up, get out and do something, you know? And if you don't have a relationship with God, you're always going to look for the next fix. So you're never going to be vulnerable in that sense. It's always like, well, something happened to me. All right. You know what? Let me, let me get a better job. Let me lift more weights. Let you always try to find the solutions and and you never actually have that conversation with God. Like, Hey, are you trying to tell me something? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to sit me down here? So a lot of men, they just keep on going from the next quick fix to the next quick fix until they, they hit rock bottom. And that that's when it's all, when it all comes out. Yeah. Now that's a good point. And honestly, like I can understand how it wouldn't just be um, something that men struggle with, because if you're, if, if you're anyone, if you struggle with vulnerability, like that's just something you struggle with. Cause even me, how you mentioned, you know, not wanting to confess your sins for me, it was more of shame, like um, being ashamed of the things I've done, but it's like, God already knows, you know, like he already knows. So you don't need to feel that shame or whatever it may be. So yeah, I agree with y'all. So I'm going to kind of like go into the next kind of segment and now we're going to be talking about career okay so we all know that now we're in a new we're in a new age back in the day maybe our grandparents or our great-grandparents or maybe even our parents um women didn't really work like that as much as they do now um they were kind of like you know stay at home home take um taking care of the home and things like that so now we're in an age where you have women ceos you have women that are owning businesses um phds all that kind of stuff um, but you see a lot of those women in prominent, um, figures that are prominent figures that are single. So from your perspective, are men intimidated by women that are doing well for themselves? No, they're not at all. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to elaborate. Cause if my girls were on this call, they would disagree with what you're saying. I'm speaking for myself. And you, you can take this as a joke or whatever the case may be. Hey, you were scared of that one girl. I remember. Right. Okay. That's what the come on side. That's Okay. Okay. Go ahead and say the truth. Well, okay. I was, he knows what I'm talking about. I was scared of somebody, but that's because she just didn't respect me. But that's a, that's okay. a discussion for another day. But like for mm -hmm. me, I'm at the point now where I don't mind being a stay at home dad. 
But the thing is, right, and this, this, this goes for men and women, right? Your job does not equate authority over your spouse or your, your significant other, right? So if you're a man and you make more money than your girlfriend or your wife, that does not make you better than her. Right. She has inherent worth and value and things that she brings that are above money and, and all of that stuff, right? Right. On the flip side, if your wife or your girlfriend makes more money than you, she as a woman, she's not above you. You're not less of a man, right? But she also cannot or should not use her income and be like, yo, I make all the money. Like, what are you doing? Right. I'll give you an example. I don't know if, you're, if your listeners watch Insecure. They probably do. Okay. <laughs> I don't watch it, but they probably do. I don't know. So Lawrence and Esau in the last episode finally had a discussion about everything that was going on, right? And Lawrence was like, yo, I didn't want to tell you how I felt because he just had a lot of stuff going on. He, did, he didn't want his, um, his, his girlfriend Issa to judge him because he was just at home and she was going to work every day or whatever the case may be. Like, he, he felt like, oh, she was going um, to hang it over my head, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's a really honest feeling that, you know, men have. Just because you're doing better than me, right, we're, we're together. It's not about who is doing better, right? So you're saying it's the attitude of the other person. Um, that's, I, it, okay, so each case is case by case, right? Right. Attitude can influence it, right? Whatever you think about yourself, um, it can it can influence the other person, right? So if you think, oh my gosh, this guy is um, not he's a bum or whatever the case may be, but like just different things may be happening. I think your attitude on how you address things is really um, really important. But as a man, I feel like you should not be intimidated, right? If if the woman really loves you, and this is my personal opinion, she will respect you. Like she right. not no, I agree, I agree. And I've seen examples of that when somebody like really, really, really like respects you. And they, they see your character and they see like um, all the things you have done, then they will not hold that. They will not hold it over you. But I think a lot of men, we have misconceptions. We, even we as men, we've been taught some pretty, pretty stupid things about women or just like the male patriarchy. We have like an idea of what a woman should look like, what she should do, how, how, right. she, how she should act. Probably women have their idea of how we should act as well. It's all, it's all societal basis. It's a construct. So it's just... You just should not let that, you know, think you're better than the other person. That's pretty much what I think. All right. Um, I'm going to, Toby, do you want to add anything before I say what I want to say? <laughs> you want to go in. These are my views. I'm not, I'm not going to go in. I'm not. But all right. So I, I understand what you're saying fully, right? Because if, if you're being disrespectful towards the other person, regardless, like that's just not a, how you move. But um. I personally know a lot of women that are doing very well for themselves and they'll meet a guy, they'll meet them, they'll start dating. And naturally when you meet someone and you're getting to know someone, you begin to learn what they've done, what they've accomplished. That's naturally, it's not bragging. It's just like, it's conversation. Why do men begin to act a certain type of way after they learn, you know, the accomplishments that this woman has? Like I, uh, you know what? I just, speak for myself personally like I've gone through this personally and like you just see the way that they switch up it's like all of a sudden they kind of like falling back so for me it's like I understand someone saying oh as long as you're not um you know a bragger or being disrespectful but I don't really think men are really about that life go go for it bro (laughs) one thing so with men men are like basketball players where you have a certain skill set right so you have a man who hey i shoot my three-pointers and i'm very good at it 
all right? So now he meets a woman and this woman shoots three-pointers as well and she's better than him. So for men, it, 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 we have a hard time thinking of other ways to contribute to the game. You know, it's not that we're incapable of it. That's good. It's almost like when you, when you see a star player, you know, he's been great at his role, but then they say, oh, hey, we're moving to this other role. What does the press say? They say, oh, hey, did you decline? What's the matter? Oh, why, why are you getting demoted? You know, so men, whenever we get uncomfortable, then we start to get defensive, like, oh, yeah, you ain't got no time for me. Oh, yeah, how are you going to raise a fat? We start saying all these things, which they just come from a place of, hey, you, you took this spot that I've been groomed my whole life because it does start from a young age. You know, you do have men who they see their moms, you know, they, they, they live a certain lifestyle. So they say, hey, this is how I want my mom. This is how I want my wife to be. And I mean, it's going to take some time, but I, I would just say we get displaced, but there's always opportunity and we just have a hard time fighting it. But whose fault is that, though? Is that the woman's fault? Should she do less? I mean, obviously not. So it's like... It's not, again, it's not the woman's fault. And this is kind of what I alluded to. It's, it's, it's the societal thing, right? We, we built, okay, you're the man, right? You're a provider. You do X, Y, Z, right? Or let's just call it gender roles, right? So it's like, what do you expect a man to do when, when you make more money than him, right? No, just hear me out. You're like, you make more money than him, right? So he's, he's naturally thinking like, Oh, she make more money than me. Like, what, what value did I, did I bring? Because for so long, that was okay. You're a man, you provide, you do X, Y, Z, right? But, like, now the woman is out earning it, right? I think there's two things at play. Hey, a, a lot of men are scared to use their wife's money to buy the flowers, <laughs> to, 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 you know, get the surprises. <laughs> But money, the thing is, money comes and goes. You can be meeting someone today and they're making, you know, 30K and two years from now, they're making 100K. So as a man, if you look at it that way, then do you not have any hope in yourself that you're going to do better? Hey, what's that job that's hiring that can take kids? No, no, no. I'm just talking about like in life in general. Like if you, let's say you're in school and then, you know, you get a job, you graduate and you get a better job or, you know, there's situations. I'll give you an experience about that. He alluded, he alluded to that. I had, I had an ex-girlfriend that was like that, that basically just kind of like went on <laughs> doing anything with my life or whatever. And <laughs> fast forward a few years later, I got another degree. I make, I make a lot more money. Even though, you don't, even though money is not like, but like you cannot judge somebody based off of like what you see um just right there. I think But the most- that's what I'm saying. The man shouldn't judge the woman. If she's doing better than you now, do you not ever think that you can increase your own levels? I mean, you would think a man should think like that, but like in in those scenarios, usually there's like a self-esteem. There's there's something there, right? Usually it's it's self-esteem. Cause like I agree with you. You should you should think like, you know what, I have something to work towards and strive for right but on the other hand is she patient enough because I, I know some women are like i don't want to i don't want to wait for no man i don't i don't want to wait for him to to blow up you know what i'm saying like no one you get this goes for man and a woman you're never going to get the full product like when you meet someone. right yeah i mean i understand what you're saying about being patient my thing is from a woman's perspective if i let's say i meet a man and um he's not do, like financially he's not doing that well i'm gonna look at what he's willing to do like is he actually working towards something that's what i'm gonna judge him based off because if you're just like chilling you're playing video games all day then no i'm not gonna be patient because you're not trying to improve your own life but if you're actually out there trying to do something then that's different so i think for this example um as a woman, if you meet a man and as a woman, if you're doing well for yourself and you meet a man that's not really trying to 
that's not that doesn't seem like he's happy or proud of you then I think it's just best to probably move on because I do think there are some men that are okay with that like if their girl makes more money than them they're okay with that would you how about y'all I, I will say one thing is you mentioned you know if, if a guy comes into a relationship meets somebody and he's making maybe a significantly lesser amount of money you know he could improve that he can make more money in the future but women don't stop you know women are excellent if you meet a woman and that gap is you know you have she has like a 20 30k gap on you don't think you're just gonna make more money as a guy she's women are gonna go after that bag so you're you have to be comfortable with who you are as a man and, and what you have to offer and if as a man all you have to offer to your woman is money then you're you're worthless honestly because you're you're interchangeable you know, you're just a body where it's like, hey, yeah. place another guy in with money and it's like, okay, what's the difference? That's a good point. So basically, I don't know, speaking to the men and the woman, you just have to, it's a self, it's a self-confidence type of thing. Like you have to know your own worth outside of money. Do y'all agree with yeah. that? And, 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 and don't get you a society, man, a man that pays <laughs> society, you know, I mean, because that, that's the big thing, especially for me, I'm, I'm Nigerian. I mean. I hate to say it, but if my girl, my wife makes more than me and my people find out, it's, it's, it's not going to be a, oh my God, you know, it's going to be like, oh yeah, God, you still guy. <laughs> this is a whole, because I'm Nigerian too. So this is a whole nother conversation. And like, we're not even going to get into that because family presence in the relationship is disastrous. This is the way that I look at it. <laughs> if me and my wife or my, or my girl, whatever, no, listen, my wife, we get married. She makes more money than me. Guess what? Guess where the money is going? It's out of our account. She's eating, I'm eating, right? So for example, like let's say my girlfriend's a, a doctor. Right. I'm pregnant. My wife's a doctor. What you right. mean? And that's how it should be. You should be proud. So, I agree. I agree. I guess, like you said, it may just be um, on a case by case basis. All right. So I'm gonna move to my next question. Now we're kind of moving into like the dating section. Um, so the first question, basically a lot of Christian women will say that it, I kind of spoke about this, will say it's hard to find Christian men, either they're already married or in a relationship. Um, what would y'all say to that? <laughs> Why are y'all laughing? We both, have, we both have girlfriends or whatever. So I guess, I guess, I guess we fit in that category of Christian, I guess, decent Christian men that are often right. I guess uh, the reason why I would say I can understand why they say that it's hard is because you alluded to it earlier. Even within the church, the numbers are like overwhelming, right? It's more Christian women than there are men, right? So I think what you see a lot of times is women marrying a dude that's not Christian and just hoping that they can influence them enough to Christ, you know, that, you know so, so that can happen. But uh, I do think there are genuine, genuine good um, Christian men that are, that are out there. Um, I think there's a lot of um, decent ones. And even for the ones that, that are not in a um, relationship, I think a lot of them are just waiting, obviously, to, like, settle down. But I, I, nobody ever talks about this. When you're, like, a, a Christian man that is, like, halfway decent, you know, you have a good job or whatever, and you're doing your thing, you know, you're following Jesus, like, there's a segment of women that will follow, follow you as well and will gravitate to you, right? And you have mm. to be disciplined enough to even, like, because they're all gonna be like, oh my gosh like you're like you're you're the one you're like you're like a diamond in the rough so they're all trying to like you know um claim you so i think like for men that exist in that space they have to be very um disciplined right there has to be right. like a, i can't just date 
anyone, right? You know, especially if you're, you know, you're, you're serious about, you know, getting married or whatever. But I could, I say that to say, like, I understand it's difficult, you know. Um, I, what I would tell my sisters is um, keep praying, don't give up hope. Um, God can bring you a man from anywhere. He doesn't necessarily have to be in your state or your country. Right. Um, that's another thing. God, is, your God isn't limited to like what is immediately around us. Yeah. And that, that's actually a good point that you brought up that women don't consider the fact that like men literally have tons of women probably trying to get at them. So how are they going to discern, you know, who they should probably, you know, go forward with? And we just don't think about that. Like, um, well, yeah. So, Toby, do you have anything to add to that? No, no, I, I agree with Ryan. So I, I think, yeah, it, it is hard to for women to find a Christian man. The ratios just aren't in their favor. Right. And also, they have women have their own expectations, their own goals, where it's like, hey, I want to, you know, I've accomplished everything in my career. Now I'm just waiting for the guy. So whenever you get in that desperate mode, then you can... Don't make some bad decisions. And also, you know, I, I always like to talk about a scripture in uh, Matthews where it talks about, I mean, you shall know them by their fruit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fruits of the spirit, there are many of them, but once you see one, you might gravitate to that. You know, like, right. I'm, like I'm real low key, I'm chilling, you know, and you think, oh, that, he's, he seems like he's meek, you know? And, you know, a woman gravitates towards that but she doesn't really know you know anything else about me it's just like hey this guy seems like a good guy and there aren't that many good guys out here so let me just you know collect while I can yeah I I think it's hard and then it's just timing time well time and patience patience you know I mean yeah patience and timing no go ahead no no I would agree with that. Um, patience and time. And I realized one thing, like if it's not, if God is not in it, no matter like how many relationships you try and start on your own, um, I just don't think it's going to work out. Like I've been there in the past. It wasn't until like I actually like surrendered my relationship life to Christ that I was able to get into like a God ordained relationship. So a follow-up question is, do you think, well, uh, well, do you think it's hard for men to find like godly women, Christian men, sorry, to find godly Christian women? I would say in my experience when I was single, um, a lot of the women that gravitated towards me were not like super saved or just like Christian women that I wanted. A lot of times. But what about the women you gravitated towards? It's not necessarily me gravitating towards them. It's like sometimes I'm sometimes things happen. It is <laughs> it is what it is. Like men okay. and women, been in situations you've probably gone along with that you had no business. True. Yeah. yeah. We had no business, um, um, no business in. I think um, another thing too is um, Christian women, if they like you, they won't tell you. I've, I've always, I've, I've been saying this for like the last eight years that I've been a Christian. If a Christian girl likes you, she won't tell you because there's this idea of like not wanting to come off thirsty or whatever. It doesn't mean you're chasing the man. It's just like, if you, if you tell him, right? And especially, you don't, you don't know. He, there's a chance he maybe he, he liked you too. You just, you just never know. Like, but if so, he likes you too, then why is he not telling you? That that's true. Again, <laughs> again, every situation is different. I can't speak for every um every situation, but um, mm-hmm. I think I think it could still work even if, like, say for example, like, let's say you say you like somebody or whatever, and and they feel in it at that point, the ball is in their court because they could still from that point just take it and run. Like all you did was 
drop the thought in their head. And you don't even, sometimes you don't even have to say it. Sometimes it's just like maybe you're around a lot or you're, you're in the, you're in the um, vicinity. Right? You, just, you just never know. Like, you, know you don't know how things may, may work out. But I would say, um, I wouldn't say it was, it was hard per se, but I think even as a man, you have to have a lot of discernment. Right. Because you, don't, you just don't, you don't know, right? And there's some things that you may not see and that you have to ask God to help me see, especially when it comes to a woman. Like God, yeah. like, um, and like for me, for example, um, a big thing is like, how do you treat other people, right? Or how do you treat your, your family? How do you treat your friends, right? You may never, you may never see that. But if you ask God, like, hey, God, show me how she treats, you know, um, people. And he may, he may show you, he might show you that, oh, this is an example how she, she does this, right? And that's, from there, you can choose whether or not you want to go in there. You're like, right. I'm good, but um, I, I would say um, I wouldn't say it's hard, but I can say it can be challenging if you don't use discernment. Yeah, yeah, I I'll, I'll say no, and I also reference the ratio. I mean, it's, it's more Christian women than Christian men. Speaking to my experience, I, I would say I'm about to sound real messy, but you know, change <laughs> man, I'm a change man. I've actually never had like a longer, I haven't had a relationship last more than like three months. And I've I've tried to do my best to, you know, make it work. But it was just me setting, it was me creating all the rules and not letting God dictate my relationship. So the reason why I say it's easy, no, it's not easy, but I'm not going to say it's hard, is when I was younger, there were many Christian women, but... I wasn't checking for them. Okay? Right. I was lost. I was checking for other things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, as I got older, now I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. It's my time. I, I, I can, I can dictate when I want to do things. It's, it's not up to God. It's just up to me. I can just hit the gates for running. Then I started to get into trouble because I didn't find anybody that was the same place that I was at. Mm-hmm. So, hence the failed relationships trial and error and I mean it it was only up until now where I truly feel like all the things that I learned from you know back in the day when I was younger uh, th- those those bad habits that I was taking into relationships I've shed myself from them right I've allowed God to you know hey direct somebody direct somebody that's for me you know and I always reference I always reference uh, in Genesis where Adam had to, like, Adam went to sleep, and that's when God took a rib from him. You know, like, I was out there, I was moving, God couldn't take a rib from Right, me. right. I'm in here, I'm in there, I'm looking, I was just so active, and it was finally when I just said, okay, you know what, God, take control, that he showed me my latest girlfriend. Now, we're still early, but I'm hopeful, I feel, I feel good about it, you know, I'm gonna break that little three-month barrier that I've never, ever <laughs> <laughs> no that's good if you went into it with prayer you went into it different than you normally do then you know what god will be there with you yes all right so we know a lot of men say that you know they want a godly woman cool but um what percentage do looks play to men when it comes to finding a spouse that is a believer because i think that there's still certain levels like you want a godly woman but if she doesn't have like a certain look or a certain aesthetic will you still go even if you knew that you could do kingdom work with this woman? I'm going to say this. <laughs> my Lord and my God, he knows the desires of my heart. Right? right? So um, God knows the desires of your heart. So he knows what I like, right? He knows what I like. Now, but seriously, though, I, I think um, <laughs> this, is, this is just me. 
Um, um, I prefer, obviously, like, I, um, it's not even that I prefer. Um, I, Spit it out, man. I, 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 <laughs> I think of ministry and all that stuff. It is good and it is important, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to have joy when I look at you in the morning. Like, right. But can't you grow? Can you, do you believe that you can grow that? Uh, <laughs> again, I'm, it's not my ministry. Preferably, that's not what, what I would want to do. Um, I, 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 I can understand how you can say that could be like a shallow, that can be like a, that, shallow, that can be, that friend. can be a shallow thing. But I think if you ask most people, like, they, <laughs> they'd be afraid to tell you the truth. Like, no, it's okay to, it's okay. But that should not be the only thing. So I, I'm also, I'm aware of it. That should not be like the only thing, but I do think that's part of it. You should be attracted to them. If y'all going to get married, y'all going to have sex. Like, you gotta- yeah, but so I'm, I'm indifferent because I feel like there have been times where I've myself, like back in the day, I've given people a chance that I didn't particularly, but they were like very nice people. And then over time, I grew to to like them. Like I grew attraction towards them. Get you doing charity. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. That's not super mature of you like, to to do that, and that's actually really dope. And I, and I think that's important. But I think I, you should always be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Be, honest with yourself be honest with God too. Like it's okay to be be honest about like your preferences, but your preferences shouldn't be the only thing that. Um, especially it shouldn't be the only thing that that moves you. But it's it's okay to have them, but you also shouldn't like shouldn't it should, that should not be the only thing. I hope, I hope I'm making sense. It shouldn't be the only right. So you're basically saying so. Let's say you prayed on it, and like God is like, you know what? This is the person. If she doesn't, if she doesn't look a specific, if she's not your type. Let me say that you'd be like, oh God, I don't. So okay. I was looking for somebody. I was just I was praying about it. For me, there was this voice that told me, okay, when I show you this person don't complain. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, why, why would I ever complain? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? So I, I met some, my, my sister, my sister hooked me up with somebody. I'm like, oh, my sister knows me. She knows right. me. So I, I, I remember texting this person and she was like, oh, hey, you want to get on FaceTime? And I'm like, oh, you want to FaceTime? <laughs> Great start. And we FaceTime, everything went well. And after the FaceTime, she then let me know that she was deaf. So oh. yeah, she was reading my lips and she could do it very well. And when she told me that, she texted me. I was like, yo, I'm not, I can't, I can't do that. And then I remember the prayers that I was saying. I was like, wait, so God is giving you somebody now. And here you are saying, hey, I, I can't do this. Right. I was just thinking, okay, all the, all, all, all the things that we couldn't do together. I wasn't thinking about it from, okay, what if this woman is a god friend woman? Right. That, bring the add value to my life and also help me set up a family wasn't thinking that way so i went to bed woke up she texted me hey good morning blah, blah, blah. i texted her but i wasn't really i wasn't really feeling you wasn't feeling it i prayed again and i said you know what look if this is what god wants me to do then i'm gonna do it and i started talking to this girl and oh my god we had such a great time like she was such a beautiful soul oh wow only thing that i did not like is we were talking on the phone every day, FaceTiming. And I saw her as, you know, who she was. And the first time we went out, you know, and I, nobody knows who she is, you know, but the first time she, we went out, it was a total contrast. Like it was just, you know, like she wore these heels that were like super, she couldn't even walk in them. And like, she had like, I loved the way her, her head was shaped, but she had this <laughs> wig. No, cause she had a haircut. 
she had a short haircut while we were FaceTime. This is the first time I've ever met this Oh, person. okay. So she probably was trying to like put, impress you. Exactly. And for me, it was just like, hey, like, I- I'm not even this type of guy. Like, when you were FaceTiming me, I thought you were like the most beautiful woman. Right. Oh, you know, and I remember I said, hey, let me be, let me be open and, you know, just tell her what I, what I, what I like is what I've been seeing on FaceTime. She got offended. She was like, oh, mm-hmm. you think you are? And I said, all right, I'm, I'm done. And that's when I kind of just let it go. But I say that to say in my life, I've seen that, you know, if, if God is going to bless you, I mean, who are you to say, eh, nah, this ain't really it for me because I have preferences. Right. Yeah, I agree. I understand both points. Trust me, it's not easy, especially when you have something in your mind. Um, you have an idea that you were like looking for. But one thing I've learned is like God, like you said, God knows what we want, but he also knows what we need. So I think sometimes for us, we need to just understand like not to be too rigid um, because sometimes we can miss a blessing depending on what it is. And this is not just relationships. It could be for anything. Um, But yeah, I mean, I definitely uh, appreciate both of the perspectives and that was really dope of you to, you know, continue that relationship. Um, So yeah, so I mean, those are all the questions I have. I really appreciate you guys hopping on here. Um, Before we go, though, can you share your social media handles or anything like that? For sure, for sure. So this is Toby speaking. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at longlivetobe, which is longlivetoby. And you can also follow our podcast on Instagram at urbantheology underscore. And uh, for me, you can find me on both um, Twitter and Instagram at rice underscore and underscore stew. I know the name is funny, but that is my favorite food. So you can find me under, under those um, handles. Right. So I'll definitely tag both of them anyway. Um, and then also, you know, that you can follow Confessions of a Christian Chick on Instagram or send an email to confessions of a Christian Chick at gmail.com. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks again, guys.